What is up, y'all? I am back. Uh, we have another episode. It's Rambo Ramble. It's going to be on our roster reconstruction feed as well. Very special guest. Uh, he's been on my show. This will be the third time. But with the amount of time that I've played his game and been around him, you would thought that he's been a member of my household for many years. And I'll explain more about that in a second. But sit back, relax, tune in. It is time for Rambo Ramble. Folks, got the intro. Like I said, it's going on my Rambo Rambo feed and my roster reconstruction feed because I'm talking to one of the kings in my personal book of games, basketball, the the the, the GM itch, the roster reconstruction uh, philosophy that I believe in. He is the creator of the game basketball GM, which I know I, I say at least once every other show, but it's true. I love the game. Uh, I love this guy as well, Jeremy Chef. Again, long long time friend here on of the program. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, Corbin. And yeah, pleasure to be here. Definitely. I, I appreciate you. Like, I, I'm really getting a personal hoot out of this. I know my friends, Josh and Garrett, shout out to them, are going to laugh about this. But like, between my friends, my brothers, my girlfriend, like, basketball GM, me, my little fun, like, that, this is what we do. This is what I do um, it, for a couple of years now. And it's crazy that and your story, I mean, like I said, we talked about this before having you on the show uh, two times prior. But just like the history of kind of starting and, and, and where this game has gone from where it was and where it is now from even the last time you were on the show. Um, and so we thought it had been the 10 year anniversary of Basketball GM in its current iteration, the 15 year anniversary of Basketball GM just as a game in general. Um, and, you know, there's been some pretty good feedback from people all over. You put your annual Reddit post out, um, basically saying, hey, check out this really cool game. It's the off season. You want something to do, it's free, it's cool, check it out. And folks come in droves, and I'm always in the chat as well. Like, everyone's like, this is a real game. I've lost hours of my day. I heard father stories and, you know, all sorts of craziness. Like, it's really cool. Um, and so we thought, I was like, you know what? That's like milestone time. Like, and I'm overdue having Jimmy back on the show. So reached out. We're trying to figure out, you know, how we could got, do a different show. And we thought, hey, you know, 15 years, a lot of people are a testament to how good the game is and how they feel about it. Let's do a mailbag. And so... We've assembled quite a bit of questions, surprisingly so, I think, right, of, of questions about the game, about yourself, about the future of it, um, strategy, all of that. But before I even go, you know, knee deep in this, because I am ready, uh, can we take a moment just to share for those uninitiated, first-time listeners, um, what is Basketball GM? Yeah, sure. So Basketball GM, it's a video game. You play it in your web browser at basketballgm.com, so you can play it on your phone, laptop desktop anything um and it's a free game um you know no uh, you don't have to pay for anything ever um and in the game you are the general manager of a basketball team meaning that you do everything about running a basketball team except playing basketball there is no playing of basketball in the game it's about setting your roster drafting players trading players signing free agents you know managing the finances all that kind of stuff um you know, so it's similar to like the franchise mode in video games like 2K and Madden, except again, it's just that, you know, the management mode. Definitely. And it's literally the best. I love, I think for me, I was already playing it for a couple of years. I want to say maybe I had known about it for a bit, but really started like playing it. Say like 
four years or so ago. And then like once, and I, at the time I was using, I mean, there's a really cool community at Basketball GM, people who made like custom rosters and, you know, um, specialty teams, all sorts of uh, additional integration in that way. And so I was doing that for years. In fact, my first ever sim, I took like 94 Timberwolves and I made a trade for Dominique Wilkins and like won like eight championships in a row. And I was sitting in the car uh, while my friend was uh, shopping, I was like, this is not, this is pretty cool. Um, but once like 2020 came around, the integration of like real rosters, I'm an NBA junkie. I'm sure you already know this. If you're listening, y'all know this. So I immediately was like, yes, like this is it. I'm good. We're sold. Let's go. Um, and it's just been a regular thing since then. I'm not going to share how often actually I will share. I play pretty much every day, a little bit here and there. Um, I, it's always fun. And people, in fact, are going to ask questions about that. So we're going to get into that. Um, about the stories and stuff you can kind of make from a game that on its face looks pretty simple. And I actually love the simplicity of it, although I am a deep dive junkie and want like, oh, extra features and two ways and this, that, and the other. But like, as it stands, it's nothing to be intimidated by. If you're interested in playing a game or simulating a season, whatever the case may be, you know, you go on the website, open up the app if you want on your phone, um, pick a team and, and just kind of go from there and walk you through and it's really, really fun. So that's the, the basic bare bones, basketball GM 101, what is it? Fine. Great. But now we have the questions. And Jim, we have a bunch, a um, bunch of different categories. I, I, you know what? I was going to just go down the line, but actually, yeah, I think I will. I was going to do like a, a cat. Like, do you want to pick one from a different category and we just kind of work our way through? We had a mess of questions from Reddit, from Discord, um, a few people on Twitter. And I just compiled them and I put them in some general sections, um, whether it's Basketball GM Memories, uh, the future Basketball GM miscellaneous questions slash strategy about the actual game and then questions about you yourself whether it's you know how do you feel about playing the game why you picked the name you did on reddit all sorts of interesting fun little anecdotal questions so um i will leave the choice up to you as the guest where you would like to go first i don't know i would say either just go through it from the top or if you if you think there's a better order i mean you're the host you're the podcast guy you know, I don't know what i'm doing here <laughs> oh no no you, you are fine and you know what? i think you gave the right choice i love being let's go crazy but i agree probably working top down for my personal sake will be good um and i think i did a good job of sorting those out so let's just do that yeah um we will start with the probably one of the simpler names here uh shout to will um, but he asked, or they asked, what was the moment like when you knew that this wasn't just a fun project, but a full-blown career? And what did people say to you when you told them you're working on your game full-time? Yeah, so like, it happened it happened gradually. Like, there was never like one moment when it was like, you know, I really hit it big, or like, yeah. you know, the yeah. user base increased by like, you know, 100 times. You know, it's been slowly growing over the years. Um, the past 10 years. So, yeah, it's kind of, it, so it kind of like gradually, you know, became more real to me that like, you know, oh shit, this is actually like, you know, getting a user base is actually making me some money. Like this could actually be, you know, a real job. And then I was actually pretty close to like pulling the trigger and quitting my job and doing it full time. Like when, uh, when COVID happened. And then when COVID happened, I was kind of like, maybe it's maybe it's good to have a normal job, and maybe I don't want to like immediately quit my job during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like kind of like pushed it back another year, um, and then and then did it, and it felt awesome because like I'm I'm my own boss now, and like like you can't beat that. Like I can work on whatever I want, whenever I want, 
uh, you know, nobody can tell me what to do. Um, yeah, like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I can only imagine the freedom of, of just being, like you said, able to call your own shots in that way. And also, like you said, being that it was a gradual process, working away from the point where, and you've said it before, it was like just a side hobby. Let's see, just kind of like if I can do it and I love basketball and let's see where it goes to the point of like a career, basically, right? That That's really cool. And that slow grind of progression. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So that was that was a good question. I had quite a few of those in that line or in that vein, which I thought was interesting. Definitely a lot of people are interested in the process. And let's be real, it's really kind of cool to be like, hey, I made something and boom, now here we are, you know, 10 years later, and this is my thing. Um, speaking more about the game, Mr. Fluff asked, What is your personal longest or most memorable BBGM save? I'm gonna start saying bas- I'm just gonna say basketball GM for everyone listening, but what is your longest or most memorable save file? Yeah. So I don't really play it very much these days. And I think there's there's some other questions about this as well. But like it's probably okay. to be expected. Like if I've been working on this for 15 years, like at some at some point, like the magic goes away or like I I, I know I know how everything works internally or I've yeah. played it enough or something. So like I don't I don't really play it these days, except when I'm like testing it. But uh you know, I did I you know it I, I used to play it some and mm. I don't think I was I'm I'm sure a lot of people I'm sure Corbin's better than me at it and probably some of the people listening as well. But uh, definitely there was one, there was one memorable uh, save file that I had. And this was like years ago. It's probably like five plus years ago, but I had a, you know, it's that situation where you have an aging star. He's not what he once was. And you want to, you want to get him another ring before he retires. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you know, the, the optimal strategic thing would probably be to trade him away and try to rebuild or whatever. But, you know, you get attached to these players, even yeah. though they're, you know, just fictional things in a computer. It's so, true. <laughs> so I, I want to get my guy another ring. He's, you know, the sixth man. I have like a decent team, but not spectacular. We make it to the finals. You know, it goes to game seven. Mm-hmm. In game seven, the aging star, sixth man off the bench, gets a triple double. And we lost. We still lost the game. With oh, the triple no. Double. And then immediately after that, he retired. Um, and so I wrote the retirement code. So I know what it checks to see should a player retire and it checks, you know, how good their ratings are and how good their stats are and how old they are. It doesn't Mm -hmm. check, you know, did your team let you down in game seven of the finals? (laughs) It doesn't, it doesn't look at that. Yeah. But then in my head, it just feels like, you know, they, they let him down. He felt like he could, he couldn't do it anymore. It was like, uh, like that Kevin, Kevin Durant burner tweet. Like he can't win with these cats. Like, (laughs) He was probably sending yeah. out burner tweets like that. Like, of, course, of course, he had to retire. Yeah. Oh man, that <laughs> that is that is definitely memorable. That is that is wow. It's funny, like you said, it being a game. But yeah, I have countless like stories or teams that I'm like really invested in, or like like you said, almost. I'm the king of. In fact, um, you have a real quick a quick aside. Basketball GM also has a list of achievements you can get. Um, for choking game seven in the finals which i've done a few times or winning 70 plus games which is gratifying for me i feel like i'm on the team when you know my, my roster does this there's different achievements both good and bad for longevity for team achievement if you're able to win championships under a certain um payroll if you're an expansion team that wins a ring within the first three years there's so many different um achievements you can get and they're kind of fun to track to check i'm the king of building this really cool team 
and just getting the wrong matchup in the first round and losing and, and just lo- and like being like what like I'm one of those people that if it's a close series I will like simulate each game and just try to watch and maybe I'll skip the quarters by the way that was a godsend feature just to like see where I'm at and if I can just skip to the end I'm gonna win or if I have to really pay attention to what's happening and there's been so many times where I'm like oh that team's nothing and I'll check my regular season record and yeah we lost them a few times but it's the playoffs baby you know we're gonna max out these guys but it's gonna be great and then we lose like four games to one I'm like wait what like, like, like timeout. And now I got questions like, well, maybe you aren't that good. Now you're a free agent. You're going to cost a lot of money. You want the max? Did you see your playoff numbers? Like I'm one of those guys. And so like, then I got to make tough decisions. It's great. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely, great question, uh, Mr. Fluff. Uh, a sir had a similar one. I think we put that in the same boat about the favorite moment or experience. Although, is that your favorite moment <laughs> playing the game, Jeremy? It might be, although well, that this question also says while playing or creating basketball GM. Ah, but, that's an so important. I, so, yep. I, so I can give a different answer here. You definitely could. So, because I, I definitely know my favorite moment creating basketball GM, and this was years ago. This was probably five, six years ago. Um, I called it Project Iverson, and if you Google it, you can find like my blog posts about it. If you Google like Project Iverson basketball GM, but basically what I did was rewrote like a big part of the internals of the game and made the whole thing run way faster. Uh, Before about five, six years ago, the whole game was just a lot slower, a lot, you know, not as pleasant to play. Uh, And the cool thing about this, this, uh, you know, this project, I guess, whatever you want to call it, was it took a while. Like it was hard. It took me like two weeks to do. Um, and I think I wound up taking like a week of vacation time from my job to finish it because wow. I got so excited halfway through. And I was like, <laughs> I got to like, I got to buckle down and finish this. And then I wasn't totally sure if it was really going to work until the end because mm. I was ripping out so much of the game that like it wouldn't even run until it was like completely finished. And then when it actually finished and the whole game ran like 10 times as fast as it did before, like, yeah, that was that, that was very exciting for me, and I think for you know everybody who was playing it back then, it might have been a little before uh, before your time, Corbin. Just a touch. It was what's funny though. Yeah, just a little bit it, it, because I remember actually I, it was before I was playing it regularly for sure because I still remember playing it when it was like the very simple cartoon face. Yeah. Like you know, and like and the boss coming back, and they had unrealistic expectations, and they're going to different flights, and they're like, by the way, win a championship and make this much money. I'm like, uh, what? So that was a while ago, but yeah, I used to playing, yeah. yeah, until like 2017. And also, if you're listening and you would like to know, um, listen, the original game is in, you know, I think you put a, a in your in your website like a post about like the improvements and milestones, and you still have like an original version of that game there. Yeah, yeah, you can you can find the uh, old version of the game. If actually you can find the version from 10 years ago that like mm-hmm. I had initially like released on on the internet. That was kind of like the first time people started playing it. If you mm-hmm. go to oldold.basketballgm.com, mm-hmm. that is the game from 10 years ago and it's it's extremely bare bones, but it, <laughs> well, there yeah, you it, go. Does, it does still work. Is it before um Project Iverson? Yeah, it's from way before. That's from oh, 2013. So you could, you could, oh, yeah. so yeah, you could definitely. There you go. If you want to test in real time, I can tell you for a fact. Like you said, I sim through so it's so it's one of the quicker um, simulation engines I've seen. I'm you know I really just play this in two K, but still. Um, but leading to our next question, Ursa Wave, who wrote a few, but under this um, category, 
what were some of the best posts that you've seen from the community throughout the years? Um, and they don't know what best what best it means in this situation, just whatever yeah. posts that are in your mind from social media, YouTube, Reddit. Um, yeah, and there is a very, I would say a, a decently active community uh, across Reddit and Discord for sure. I know that's why I kind of participated in um, that is always posting something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's there's a large, yeah, there's pretty large communities on Reddit and Discord. Uh, if you go on Reddit, you can find like, you know, people make like basketball GM memes and post them on the basketball GM Reddit. Like if you go there and look at like the top posts, you can see them. I don't know if it does much good to explain a meme <laughs> on a podcast. I don't know Real if get that much about that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if you're interested, you know, you, you can look it up. Um, but and I'm probably for, I'm probably forgetting some stuff. But actually, one of the coolest things that happened um, from the community was actually on Twitter where I see like a little bit of basketball jam activity, but not as much as on those other places, mm -hmm. but on Twitter. And I think this was like earlier this year, uh, some Brazilian guy and, you know, not like some like super famous guy. He has like a, like a thousand followers or something like nothing crazy. Um, he made a, a, like a really long detailed thread about basketball GM, you know, in Portuguese, of course. And it got like 400,000 views and it got tons of people replying to it. And they're, all, again, all in Portuguese. Um, and it's like, I, I, like, how did that happen? Like, I don't even know. Like, it's like the beauty of the internet, I guess. That it's just all these people from around the world you can interact with. And like, you know, Google Translate's good now. So like, I can actually see what they're saying and like, understand it. Mm -hmm. No, but, uh, that, that is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you, the community is, is, is totally one thing. I, one of my funny story with my good friends um that I've, I've had on the show collaborate i'd never we had never talked about basketball and i don't know how i'd ever escaped and we have long podcasts i'm like deep dive justin match justin if you're listening love you man um we would go deep diving into you know basketball all the time and so one time i mentioned like basketball gm and i was like dude this is a really cool game i've been playing like, oh yeah man like my laptop is slow because i'm like 900 years into this game and i was like Oh my God, you too. And then we went from that point to comparing rosters and all sorts of things. So yeah, that's cool. It's always fun to see posts. I think it's especially fun in the basketball spaces I'll be in sometimes to see people I'm vaguely familiar with being like, oh my goodness, like that's really cool. Like um, uh, uh, someone I'm fortunate to say is a buddy of mine, Seth Part now, um, works with the Athletic and work with Milwaukee Bucks. Um, we had had a funny story about that when I shared, when I joined on the last show um, about my girlfriend, the basketball, and the, or not my girlfriend, but at the time, the date with the basketball GM phone and how bad that worked out. Um, but yeah. then that went to a conversation about the game too. And that was funny. So, oh yeah, it was it was really cool. Like the branches that can come from social media and how something can blow up in a relatively small matter of time. Yeah. And that, that also kind of makes me wonder, like I wonder like what who the most famous person to play basketball GM is because like they probably like wouldn't tell me, right? Like, <laughs> it's, like if yeah. you're a famous person, you don't go tell everyone, you know, every every single time you do something, you don't go tell someone about it. Mm -hmm. But like, that is true. like just watching some of the, you know, some of the videos on like social media recently, like you've seen stuff from like the Thompson twins, like they're like super basketball nerds. Like, yeah, it's Maybe. like, what, what, what are, what are the, like, yeah, this would be, be right up their alley, I think. Yeah. And but, I, I uh, do know one basketball player who I, I know, like, I've met who is familiar with the game, which was kind of cool. So that is true. Yeah. Wow. I mean, listen, I, one day, you know, maybe next year, you know, you just post it out and 
See, yeah. hey, anybody you want to share over there, you know, and, and see what pops up on Twitter. You never, oh, Twitter's still yeah. around or X or whatever. Well, I'm, I know uh, Kenny Beecham, you know, uh, KOT4Q or yes. fourth quarter. He played it once on YouTube, mm. um, but never came back to it. Oh, but, man. Like, he, he's pretty famous these days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Leach Report, Through the Wire. Definitely. That's cool, though. I mean, it must, it must, I mean, in a certain extent, I would imagine that you have some pride of seeing you know, uh, a product that you've put a lot of time and invested effort into, you know, seeing reciprocated from people, you know, not just the every person, all of us are cool, we represent, but also just like, you know, higher stature people playing the game, be like, wow, like they appreciate this, whether it's for a minute or for an hour, for whatever. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Um, We kind of have another, I mean, Ursula, I threw another question. You kind of shared a story, but if you'd like to share another, that works. If not, I mean, Ursula, we talked about a little bit, but like, what are some of the top moments you had? Again, playing the game. I think you gave a pretty epic story with your uh, retiring legend. Yeah, yeah, I did. I actually, when I when I read this question, maybe also think of uh, like watching other people play basketball. GM, like, mm-hmm. not that many people stream it. Some people stream it, but uh, the my favorite person who streamed it was he went by the name of sir lane game and i guess i'm using the past tense because he stopped streaming a few years ago oh wow because okay. um, he said like <laughs> basically like you know i need i need to like you know focus on the real world and stop streaming video games but mm-hmm. he had like a bunch of like really fun streams and like it would only be like five ten people watching but like people would be in the chat you know talking back and forth and like he had like ones and it, it, I think it was fun because he was like good at the game, but he wasn't like that good. So he would like make mistakes sometimes mm-hmm. and like people would talk shit to him. And like, <laughs> like one time he built up like a super team that was, you know, going to be a dynasty, but it spent too much money. So he got fired. And then you have to spend the next decade competing against the team that you built. But, you know, you don't work for that team anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, that was, that was a fun stream. That, yeah, that is funny. I've, said for years i'm gonna want to do one and i have to because that's hilarious so i've I've had that conundrum too like you're winning games or even worse you're not winning games and you know you're gonna get fired like it's just writing on the wall has been two years that graph actually they put a couple years ago showing your downward trend in certain areas immensely helpful because at first you just knew it was coming you just didn't know when you know but with the graph it's like okay and i I tried this and it worked for a minute i don't know if you put a workaround around it or if it just stopped working i was like you know what fine like screw it i'm losing my job anyway who are the fellow worst teams here? Let me trade all of my assets. Like, what are the odds that I will get one of those teams and then be able to rebuild again? Um, and it worked for like two years, and I felt really good about it. And then they just stopped. And I was like, crap, this is going to be bad. And, and sure enough. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that would still work. I think you could still get away with that. Yeah, oh, actually, wow. I, yeah, I never thought of that. Oh, sheesh. Well, forget it. <laughs> no, <I'm> like, <laughs> that yeah. does happen every now and again. Somebody will post on like Reddit, like, hey, mm-hmm. there's this there's this exploit I found. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, like the next day, uh, uh, next day, I reply like, like not anymore. Not even. <laughs> See, that's the worst. It's good, but anti cheese over here. I like it. Um, so we have, uh, I'm gonna say, Rox Jan. Yep, Roses Jan. I'm gonna go Rox Jan. It's just I'm the host. Um, R H O J A X N D. Y'all know better in the comments or wherever. Y'all let me know. Um, they had a few questions, all in the same boat. But one specific to the game, um, in terms of you know developing it. What do you think has been your favorite update you've implemented in the past year? Yes, that, that, that's an easy one because there's one feature that I really love from the past year, mm-hmm. which was the ability to create a league from a mix of different teams. Uh, and yes. if you go to the main page, you can click cross era league and that will give you like a set of 30 random teams from like the whole like you know history of professional basketball. 
but it's actually even more than that. Like if you go into like the, you know, customize, you know, page, you can pick out individual teams. You can have like real teams versus randomly generated teams. You can have teams from other leagues you've created. You can combine them, you know, with multiple leagues into one or with real teams, with other new random teams. Uh, and you can also play exhibition games between any of these teams. Uh, and it just, it opens up just a lot of, a lot of possibility and a lot of storytelling and like what if scenarios and just, yeah, even just doing the default thing from the main page, like click across our league, create a new league, see what it gives you. Like it'll give you some interesting storyline, like almost guaranteed. Listen, those are probably my two, three, of my three favorite modes, it was the real player integration, exhibition and cross eras. And like, like all of, and not in that order, but just well, real player first. And then the other two just in general, because like, Exhibition was just cool to have. I'm sure you could have done it a league, but just to be able to play, like you said, any team or I'm doing a project right now, my friend Garrett Bougay, where we're, it's called the best of the rest series and uh, shameless plug y'all who are listening. But for Duncan Dynasty, uh, my friend Garrett's show, we are looking at basically every team that didn't win the championship um, or every playoff contending team. That's a better way of saying it. They didn't win the championship. We've had this massive like round of 64 all the way down and we literally just hash it out. So we did. In fact, we did one, for example, Jeremy, um, a couple of days ago that was like, it went long. It was the 1979 Spurs versus the 2011 Bulls. And I was like, Bulls, easy. Like, next question. And, you know, Garrett was like, mm, don't think so. Because we're doing, the way we do it is um, either first, like each game, like each team, the better team, obviously, they play the first two games at home. We go by the rules of that team. And then when you go back to, you know, 1979 in San Antonio, now there's no three-point line. And the mm -hmm. Chicago Bulls offense wasn't super great in 2011. Like, the defense was great. Derrick Rose ran the ship. And I was like, okay, listen, I know their offense wasn't great, but for, like, 2011, it wasn't great. 1979, like, I don't know. It was interesting. And so I messed around on that, did a couple exhibitions just to, like, say, am I going crazy? And, like, I definitely discounted George Gervin. The dude goes crazy. But I was right about the other things, so I felt good. But just things like that. Um, and the cross eras, yeah, like you said, there's so much you could do. I'm, one of my favorite saves right now is a Minnesota Timberwolves team that I was able to um, – it was the 2019 or 2020. I had – it was 2021, I think. I had Carlin Towns and I Anthony Edwards. And I made a trade with, like, Denver and got Carmelo Anthony. I think I took Ant away for that. And I made a trade with Orlando and got, like, Rashard Lewis and some other guys, like basically built my type of team. And if you know me, you know, my type of team is, is run and gun, shoot threes, like all of that. We're actually not that bad. But again, it just opens us up to so much, especially when you have incoming draft classes you have to like worry about. And you're like, okay, I want to trade for your superstar. Okay, that's going to be a first round pick. In my mind, fine, take my first round pick because I'm going to be great. But then you go, well, who's in that draft class? Oh, like Magic well, Johnson. The draft, the draft is the other cool thing. Like if, if when you use this feature, then it'll take all the real players who are not in your league, who you know more, more happen to not be selected by those those like random historical teams, and then it randomizes them into the future future draft classes. So then you so kind of you can see who's coming up, and like you, you know you know some of the players. Um, yeah, it is. It is. That's probably another. Like you said, it adds to the unpredictable likeness of the draft. Like for example, I'm on mine right now. Um, and so, like, the next year's draft I'm in, like, okay, they got Tim Hardaway Jr., um, Sam Bowie, Pat Beverly, Willie Burton, like, Jeff Horn. Like, okay, cool. Like, I'll trade out of that one. And then the next year is, like, Jalen Green, Derrick Rose, DeMar DeRozan, Jeff Teague. Okay, a little bit better. But then, like, 2025, LeBron James is in there. 
And like, mind you, after that, it's actually like pretty low. LeBron James, Jalil Okafor, Scott Brooks. Yeah, Coach Scott Brooks is a player. Pretty good three-point shooter. Good passer. Um, Roddy Bourgeois, like those guys. So like by looking at it, I'm like, okay, I, I know these folks. And also like, okay, I'll trade out this draft because I don't really care about it. Or like, actually, I should be putting my chips in that basket because who knows? So spent a lot of time there. But I love those features. Great question. All these are great. But that one I definitely liked. Um, also, you threw in another one. How far into the future is your longest league? I think we kind of touched on this just because you develop in the game, so not really playing it. Um, so let me just amend it a little bit. How far did your longest league go? And are we talking thousands of years? And did you encounter aliens in the distant future? <laughs> I never played thousands of years in the in the same in the same league. I would I would wind up like restarting after, you know, probably like a hundred at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably because more because like back when I was actually playing it more, it would get a lot slower the longer you played. And now mm. it still happens a little bit, but it's much better. Like you can yeah. play thousands or tens of thousands of years and it works totally fine mm-hmm. um so like for testing i do that like i'll, I'll you know simulate you know a thousand years or whatever just to make sure <laughs> it works or to you know test how the you know how the ratings are looking over time or something mm-hmm. um but like i'm not actually playing it then and yeah there's no aliens in it yet that would be cool i, I like there are some rare events that happen like once every like hundred thousand years or something but like they're not it's not as cool as aliens <laughs> Um, I, I really should add some more like weird stuff that can happen. Oh, yeah. I mean, the community is also great about making weird additions, but you're right. That is yeah. that is fun. I thought I mean, I guess like, a space, like what if there was like a space jam mode and like you had to pick a team to play the aliens. And then if you lose, then I don't know what happened. Like your league, your league is over. Like you're not allowed to play anymore. Ooh, is that too be mean? nice? No, I think it'd be cool. Like, like a, like a, yeah, like you, or like a, like a, a mode, like a, yeah. I think that'd be kind of fun because then yeah. you're like looking through and you have to like figure, out, okay, you you know their ratings and you can it. see, okay, I how can I? <laughs> I love it. You can see, okay, how can I? What players can I pick to like match up? And no, I think that'd be fun. It's the, it's like it's like the Thanos mode in the sense of like it can go really well and it might not go well for you, but like that's why you play the game, you know? I like exactly. that. There you go. Great idea. It's born. It's great. All right, our next category is the future of basketball GM. Uh, had quite a few good questions here. Uh, one is from La Promise King, which I love the name. Uh, what features are you most excited about in the future or are there things you really want to add but are hesitant because of complexity? Yeah, so th- this, this is a great question because it gets at the difficulty of adding features because mm. every time you add something, then the game becomes more complicated. Mm. And, it, and that's true both for the people playing it and for me working on it, um, like the more things that are in the game, the harder it is to, you know, kind of have a handle on developing the game and making sure all the new features work together correctly. And like, it's already kind of a challenge because there's so many settings in the game. And then like I add a new feature and then somebody's like, oh, you have to use that feature with this setting, then it doesn't quite work right. And it's just, it's like so many things to test. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also for like gameplay. Like you mentioned this earlier that like it has kind of a simple gameplay. Um, like if you compare it to other sports simulation games, it's one of the most streamlined ones. I think it's one of the ones you can play the fastest. You can pick up and like learn fastest mm-hmm. um, as compared to something like football manager, which is like, there's a lot more, you know, detail and, mm-hmm. you know, in some sense, sophistication in that, which can be good, but it can also be bad. So it's like, you know, what, what kind of game am I trying to make? And I mm. do like how it is that it's like something you can pick up and, and get into pretty quickly 
um, and still have the depth to let you like look at things and you know mess with a bunch of settings, look at the stats in a bunch of different ways. Um, like the depth in that regard is 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 pretty good, but the depth in terms of the actual core gameplay, mm-hmm. core gameplay being simple, I kind of like. Um, mm. And so, in terms of like stuff to add in the future, I don't know. It's it's hard it's hard to say. I think the the biggest thing I could do to improve basketball GM would be to do like some kind of revamp of the of the ratings and the simulation to make it feel a little more realistic. Like it's like somewhat realistic now. Like if you mm-hmm. if you're like a new user and you play it, it'll probably feel pretty realistic. But mm-hmm. if you play it enough, you start to see like, okay, like this doesn't really match up with how it works in reality, or like, you know, this doesn't look quite right. And mm-hmm. some of those like rough edges would be really nice to fix. Um, I'm just kind of almost kind of like 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 nervous. I'm gonna like mess up if I if I if I try to change too much. But yeah. I really want to do it at, at some point and try to make it feel a little more realistic. I get that for sure. No, I can only imagine, you know, building what you've built at this point, it all being like the best Jenga game ever. And it's like, you still want to tweak it. Like, it can look a little better, but like, you don't want to pull out something and, and potentially have it be a mess. So I totally understand that. Um, I, okay, so Ice Legend was a similar thing. I guess, well, you already kind of answered that. So, um, well, and he put a two-part, or they put a two-part question, was, was what is your hope for the future basketball GM? And then, of course, seconding La, La Promise Prince, what is the new feature? So since we already, that you would want to add the most or are most working on, you kind of said revamping the simulation, yeah. revamping the game simulation. Um, I, I, I guess, is there any, well, is, we'll, we'll save that last part down the line, but what would be your hope for the future of basketball GM? Uh, I kind of, I, I hope it can, just just keep keep going like it's going like keep gradually improving and hopefully gradually get more popular um like i don't have like a grand plan for like i don't want i'm not trying to make like the biggest video game of all time like i'm not trying to like you know compete with 2k and like Mm -hmm. let's get like actual 3d graphics in there or something Mm -hmm. like i like how it is now that it's like it's big enough that like i can wrap my head around the whole game and i can Mm -hmm. like work on all parts of the game uh, on my own um and then i don't really plan ahead like what i what i what i work on like i have like a giant list of things i would like to do and now mm. like you know space jam mode is, is, is on that list now as well <laughs> but yes. like i i really i really don't like uh like 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 plan what i'm gonna do until i actually start doing it and then as soon as i finish something i try to like release an update like i don't i don't do like a big like annual release every year um mm. so like there's usually like either nothing in development because I just released it if I finished it, or it's something small. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's great. I, I think one of the best, one of my favorite mo- features, it's not even a feature, but you fire up the game, and it's like, update, needs to be downloaded. I'm like, yes. I have no idea what it is yet, unless you've, like, already released a post on Twitter or something corresponding with it. Um, but for the most part, it's like, it could be anything from a roster update to, oh, my goodness, cross-era mode. You know, anything like that. And it's it's part of the great fun. Exhibition mode was the last one where I lost my mind. And I even knew a little bit. I think we had talked before that. And I was still like, any day now, it's coming. And, and then it was great. So, yeah, I love that. Um, Greek Freak Fan and NYX6077, there we go, uh, both wrote similar questions. So I'm just going to kind of combine the two, um, which is, do you ex- plan to expand basketball GM functionality outside of browsers? Someone else said, are you also interested in going away off browser into console PC? Yeah. Although Intercounty is on PC, but I guess they mean off a browser independently its own little game. 
Yeah. And but for, for all those questions, basically, no, I'm not <laughs> planning to do it. I'm not saying it could never happen, but like like yeah. something something would have to change because it's, re it's really just trade-offs. Like there are advantages to making a video game the way people normally make video games. I mean, that's why most people you know don't make browser games. Like mm. when you're making something inside the browser, you have a lot of extra constraints. Um, for for how you build how you build the game, and it's pretty annoying to work on. Mm -hmm. um, but then again, like a lot of that stuff I already done, I've already figured out. I already know how it works. And mm -hmm. then the browser also gives you a lot of advantages. Like you can play the same game anywhere. Like it works on iPhones, on Android. It works on laptops, on desktops. Um, I'm actually at my my in laws' house right now, and they have a smart fridge. And I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing it on the fridge this week, and <laughs> wow. it, like it works. And then every time you walk by the fridge, and when it like the sensor goes off and notices somebody walks by, and then the you know basketball GM pops up on the fridge. That's the it's coolest like, you know, thing. There's, there's there's nothing. There's no other technology that can do that other than like a web browser. You know, having yeah. it in a web browser, it will it will run anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and then also like a lot of people will play, you know, play when they're at work or like they're in school. And you just have some downtime. Yeah, like, you know, Corbin, I don't know if you want to admit to this. Oh, oh, sorry. No, I don't, I, I'm hard at work all the time. I would incriminate yourself. No, but, sorry. Uh, you know, when you, when you know, if you ever do have some downtime, hypothetically, lunch, um, yeah. you know, it's nice. Whereas if it's, you know, some game you have to download on Steam, you pretty much can, you know, play that at home. You know, you can't have that on your work computer. Mm, that is true. That is true. Yeah, the versatility lends itself to that for sure. And I, you're right. Not saying, listen, I will neither confirm or deny that I play at work. And if you didn't see the video, you'll never know. Um, but uh, I've also shared with people on Reddit that it is um, a game that if you were to play at work, it's also quite chill. You know, like you said, it's not something I can get as invested as I want to. I can also pull out whenever because I'm working um, or whoever is playing can do it. I'm speaking for anybody. Uh, and also, like you said, it's because it is versatile in that way. It's not bound to just your Xbox One or whatever. So just throwing that out there. So I definitely see that for sure. Um, Ostipoo, what a name. Um, they asked, <laughs> will there be real players for other simulators like Football GM and Baseball GM? That wasn't asked specifically. I mean, Ostipoo asked it in this one, but I've seen that question before in other posts. So that's uh, one that people think about. Yeah, definitely. That's that's probably the most common thing that people want for the other games because mm. uh, so yeah, so there are versions of the game for football and baseball and hockey, as well as mm -hmm. basketball. Basketball is the original, it's the most popular, um, and it is the only one with real players in it. Um, and it would be really cool to add real players to all the other sports. Uh, and the main reason I haven't done it is just because it's, it's a lot of work, both to yeah. set it up initially and then to maintain it as like there's roster moves, yeah. and like your data changes and even with the basketball ones it's like every time i go to update it like something breaks something changed mm -hmm. um and you know it's 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 kind of annoying to do um and yeah. then the like the second most popular sport for my games is football so i would really like to do um real players in football but then the additional challenge with that is that football stats are like really really bad for most positions, like offensive linemen, like who was the best offensive lineman in like 1974? Like, yeah, you, 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 Good you have no hope. <laughs> yeah. Um, even like the main positions, like even like a wide receiver, like it's heavily, heavily dependent on the quarterback. Mm -hmm. um, 
So, you know, I probably will do it eventually, but when I do it for football, it's, it's not going to be as good as the basketball ratings because somebody would have to go in and hand edit it. And it would have to be somebody who like knows who has scouted like every single player. Yeah. Um, so like, it's, you know, it'd be much That's harder. Hard. Most definitely. Yeah for, yeah. for basketball, it's mostly based on stats and basketball stats are like pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, still, you know, defense. Yeah. Right. It's hard to, hard to measure defense. Yeah. But like, you know, offensive stats are pretty good these days. Yeah. No. And see, I'm, I'm biased because basketball is like my main sport, obviously. Like, that's the thing. So when I, when I came out, I was like, great. Like, other other teams, you'll get your turn. You'll get your turn. But also, that is, I can see why they would be interested in, but interested, interest in that. Excuse me. But yeah, I, I definitely get that. And yeah, it does come with its own challenges. Also, like, even with basketball, I'm sure you can attest it. Like, there are times where you're playing and you're like, okay, I'm a real, I love real players. Like, I was doing that making or using custom rosters even when that wasn't a thing it was just easier i don't know why it was easier for me to get invested in the real players then i had two or three like modes or two or three runs with with generated players i was like okay I, i'm with you like you're my guy but for the most part it's cool like rewrite nba history or like say okay this guy's gonna be a star in ways that i wasn't able to do um at least personally for you know auto-generated players but um and where am i going with this lovely um <laughs> but like yeah. but one thing i could say is like if you do, um, like, there are times where it's like, oh, well, that player, I, I I watch them pretty regularly. Like, they actually shot the three ball a lot better than their ratings indicate that they did, or this yeah. or that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yes, because sometimes sometimes you have to you have to remember like the player in the game like is not the actual real player. And, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even if I even if I'm trying to make the ratings match reality, they're never going to perfectly match reality, and it's not yeah. gonna you know it's not gonna work exactly the same. Exactly. Yes. In some sense, like the random players mode is like the more like pure mode or like, the, mm-hmm. you know, a better, better, better way to play in some sense, because you don't have that, you know, it's, it's, they're, they're fictitious players. So like, oh, the expectation no, like it, it can't, there. yeah, it can't, it can't be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. No, that, that's definitely true. And I'll do it every once in a while too. But I, I was saying like, even with that, I can only imagine how much harder it would be to do that for, games that have statistics that are already inherently kind of flawed to a certain extent and then yeah. want those to match up. So yeah, totally get you on that. Um, with that being said, like it's, it's always the Charlotte Queens for me. Um, but moving <laughs> right along to our next question, um, which again, I feel like all these are kind of variations on others, but thank you all for the questions, which is one, one feature you've been dying to implement, but you just can't seem to figure it out. So being that you might've touched on it, maybe you could throw another one or expound on one, whichever you'd like. Yeah, sure. I, I think that, the one that like when it says like you can't seem to figure out the thing that comes to mind most is is trades. So like mm. trades, I mean they exist in the game and to some extent they work, but if you play it enough, you're going to find way you can find ways to exploit the trade AI. You can find the trade AI doing unrealistic things. Um I think this is like a common thread in like sports video games because I've had some people tell me like, "Oh, your trade like your trade AI is like the best I've seen in any sports game." And then other people tell me the trade AI is horrible. Like it's so unrealistic. (laughs) Uh, And I think the reality is like, it's just hard to cover all situations. Like if you think about in the real world, what a GM is thinking about when he makes a trade, he's thinking about so many things. He's not thinking about just the players in the trade or just the players on his team or, you know, just the draft prospects in the upcoming draft. It's just like, it's like everything. It's like the entire league and a projection into the future. And it's just, it's, it's hard. So like, I've tried, I've tried, I've made some attempts at doing better with the trades and it just feels like you, you, you improve some situation, you make another situation worse. Um, 
I've had other people come to me and like propose like here, this is how, you know, this is, this is a form, this is a formula you could use for like, or an algorithm you could use for how a team should value assets in a trade. And it's kind of, it's always kind of the same situation that like in some ways it helps and in some ways it hurts. Um, and there's always some edge case um, where it's a complicated enough situation that it just, it doesn't quite make sense. So like, yeah, trade trades are really tricky. Yeah, definitely sounds like a delicate balance to pull off. Um, and I've been on both ends of that. Sometimes I'm like, wow, yes, that's great. I feel good about this, like for both sides. You know, I'm not always trying to rip off the AI. Like I, I want sometimes there to be some level of give and take. Other times I'm like, are you really going to quibble over this first round? Or like, do you see who I'm giving you? Or like, that's what you're going to draw the line on? You know, or the yeah. ones who's like, fine, we'll make the trade. Give us every first round pick you have. And it's like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. So if, yeah, yeah, I'm if, with you. And if you can be honest with yourself or if you just yeah. want to like role play about yeah. it more than like play the video game if you mm -hmm. enable god mode you can force it to make a trade and yeah. again if you have to be honest with yourself if you if you want to say like yeah this trade is fair i'm not exploiting it like let's just make it happen mm -hmm. you can overrule the trade ai and you know force them to make a trade oh yeah for sure i balance that because i'm also an achievement well my family listens to this i'm achievement sucker so i'm just uh -huh. I, I gotta i gotta i gotta go for this otherwise i gotta go after all the achievements so like that's why I balance it. But sometimes I will do God mode, be like, I know this trade works. Then I'll just export that team, put it in a regular league. We worked around it, you know? So, you know, I, I definitely am, am, am with you on that. It, it's fun either way. And there's always one thing, again, about your game is there's so many options and different ways to play. Just because you run into one, you know, wall doesn't mean that you can't find another way around it, you know? So that's definitely cool. Um, Luna Carmel one asked, have you considered using AI or chat GPT for any new features? I have like, not seriously, um, mm -hmm. because I really, don't, I don't like relying on like a third party service for like a core part of the game. Yeah. When like, if you're using like chat GPT, like they could change it whenever they want. And then you, you, know, you have no recourse, it. right? Like yeah. it's not something you can run on your own computer. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I, pro I, pro I don't really want to do it right now. If it got to the point where it was easy to run that kind of AI on your computer, then maybe I would, I would, I would, I would try to integrate some stuff. Like it would be cool to like, you could have it like automatically write news articles about stuff or make like fake social media posts or nice. generate storylines or, you know, come up with like, you know, this player's, you know, some like personality type stories of, you know, this player feels this way, that player feels that way. There's definitely potential there. Um, mm -hmm. And I know people are, you know, working on those types of AIs in video games. Mm -hmm. um, and there's probably going to be a bunch of them in the, in the near future. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't really done anything with it yet. Yeah. That's cool. Good question. Yeah. I'm big on, like you said, I, I love looking at the news feed. And so that's actually my one thing where someone's like, I wish there was more news just for me to see other people's leagues, you know, and see what's going on. Um, I don't know if AI, I don't know. I'm not the gaming person. I just play. So I don't know like what goes behind that, but I know for a fact, like as far as immersion goes, yeah, it's, it's really cool to be able to see more about the leagues you're playing and like, okay, cool, keep an eye on this guy, whatever the case may be. And like on your own, you kind of can do it now. Like I've seen mm -hmm. some people um, that have done this. They'll like copy, like copy paste, like this is my player's like biographical information. These are his stats. Like, can you like write up something about him? Or like, write, can you write me a news article for his retirement? Or, you know, stuff oh, like cool. that. And yeah. like ChatGPT will, will do it and it will do like a pretty decent job. 
Oh, that's not bad at all. Okay, I might have to, I might have to mess around with that. We'll have to see. That, that that's that's pretty interesting. <laughs> so we have another one. Um, and this came from both Luna Carmel and a few other folks. But do you ever plan on making a Zen GM game for soccer slash esports, um, like for MLBAs and uh, MLBA and FPS games? Yeah. So for soccer, I mean, that would logically would make sense to be the next sport that I do because mm-hmm. it's, the other four I mean, it's, major the most, ones. it's the most popular sport in the world. So I mean, arguably I should have done that before in any of the ones I already did. I just don't know soccer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it's not as like statistics driven, at least that's my impression. Like mm-hmm. they don't really have great statistics for like how well you do um, mm. as like an individual player. I mean, you can, other than like people who score goals or, stuff like that but uh like i'm like a midfielder like how do you how do you how do you rate them i don't know um i would have to think yeah. about it but like i i ultimately i guess it would be pretty similar to how hockey works because hockey is kind of like soccer on ice um so it would be cool to do someday it'll probably be the next new sport that i add but i just i have no idea when i'm gonna do it and esports i probably won't do because i don't have like a ton of interest in them and i don't know much about them yeah same um I barely understand NBA 2K League. <laughs> Muted myself. There we go. Definitely interesting, though. Um, and I know a lot of um, people ask about soccer specifically, so that's always something like to note. Um, this is my question because I put this in there. Um, and I put, okay, so I said, when are we getting a coaching feature? And I even put not even a coaching feature specifically because, like, yeah, it'd be cool and great and everything, but like even like a basic offensive defense strategy mission. And the reason why I made a note to share this is because of the way I construct my teams, right? So what I like about it, it's almost like the 2K conundrum where you build a, uh, if you know, you play 2K, I don't, the, I don't like the way 2K plays. I just, I don't. I talk myself into it because it looks decent and like I want to play every once in a while or, or be behind the controls, but then the shot meter or something throws me off. But then the problem is if I build a team the way I want to, and have no control over it, then I'm just losing every game. And then I have to go in and play the game to win. You know what I mean? So it's just like this give and take. Um, well, basketball GM is different because I know for, okay, I like, I'll tell you a lot of them I'm using right now, like not right in this moment that we're talking, but just in general. I have a team with Chauncey Billups, Vince Carter, Carmelo Anthony, Rashard Lewis, and Troy Murphy. Everyone can shoot the ball. That's kind of my thing, right? Defensively, yeah, we don't have a whole lot of defense, and, and I get that as well. But then off the bench, I have more defenders. I have more length and wings. I don't really have a point guard because in my mind, Chauncey can handle the ball. Vince can handle the ball. The ball's going to go through Carmelo. The year of Rashard Lewis I have, he can go through the ball um, like there. But then if I like, if I play it, it depends because sometimes, I'm I, yeah, you can't make a substitution or let's say Vince Carter decides to go 3 of 17 um, or in the latest game I played, Carmelo goes 5 of 21 get him out of it like he's he's cold you know what i mean like let, like let me do something to like save the game or am i just oh he had a bad game i lost you know something like that where i can put hey my team is going to shoot more three-pointers and so i at least have a team taking 43s a game which is what i would do you know with the roster i've constructed then like them taking 17 it's like i have all the three-point shooters for a reason you know like I, i'm curious have you gotten a question like that and just like no, I mean, people have asked about coaching, and I, I, I wouldn't complain. But at the same time, just like a way, okay, I have this team here, but even GMs will be like, hey, I hired Mike D'Antoni to play the way I want. Or if Daryl Moore is a coach, you kind of know what coach he usually hires, unless it's Doc Rivers, and how that goes. Yeah, so yeah, def- def- definitely it would be a cool feature. I absolutely should add it to the game. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's kind of like almost ridiculous it's not in the game yet. 
but like the reason like the excuse it's, i guess it's more like an excuse than a reason is <laughs> yeah. that like i'm concerned about like the balance of the game because i feel like in in games like this where you have settings like this like you as the user like like how do you know what the correct setting should be like how do i know like you know should i crash the offensive glass or get back on defense like okay i could give you like a button or a slider to pick but how do you know how that impacts your team? Um, what feedback does it give you? And how do I make it so that it's not the same answer every time? As in, like, it, like it needs to be the right balance of, like, certain types of teams will do well in some situations. Certain types of teams will do better in another situation. Yeah. Um, and that's a little tricky because I think a lot of times in, in these types of games will be, like, one, like, master strategy that, like, you know, this is this is how you play. And this is, mm -hmm. you know, this is the best, not even just sports games, just like, you know, like what's the best gun to use in a, in a shooter game or like whatever, like in a strategy game, like, you know, when do you, when do you, when do you attack, you know, in Starcraft or something? Yeah. Um, um, so it, it's tricky to get the balance right. Um, and that's, that's basically why I haven't done it. And also like the AI needs to be able to do it as well. Right. Because the AI, you're going to be playing against the AI. So the AI needs to be able to do a decent job um, and not make it like too easy that you, you know, like, you know, I can go in and I would like to, oh, I have a bunch of good rebounders. Therefore I should turn up offensive rebounding. And then I just win every game because the AI doesn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, see what you mean. I think it's harder to do well than a lot of people would think, but that still mm -hmm. is kind of just an excuse because it is possible to do well. Like, you know, other, other, you know, their other video games have things like this and, you know, they work. Um, it's just, yeah. yeah. I don't no, know. I, so I, don't, I don't know when I'm actually going to try to do it, but yeah, okay. I, really well, I encourage you, my friend, please. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate, no, I, I thank you for the insight on that because I was always curious and I was like, yeah, because I, I'm, it, it's one of those things I can forget about when I'm playing or watching a yeah. play by play or something. And I'm like, for example, I know about a smaller team or I play small. I'm going yep. to get out rebounded. It's like you can't out rebound me and outscore me if my guys are like, like, is there if there's a philosophy in place to say other than like, okay, I'm playing Carmelo heavy minutes, which yeah, I can like, do, but if he's cold, then that's negated. Like it would be very easy. I could add a slider, say mm -hmm. like, you know, how much do you want to focus on rebounding? How much do you want to shoot threes? You know, do you want to play fast or slow? It would be easy yeah. to add those, but mm -hmm. then to have it work well in terms of the gameplay and the balance is the hard part. I get you. Well, you. I will tell you this right now, live, like, well, live-ish. I volunteer as a tester, okay? Let me know whenever I'm here because I'm with you. I, I definitely understand that. I, I didn't understand before you went into it, I guess, the balance of doing that, but it will be so cool. And it would also give me a little more margin of error for my teams that are inherently flawed. I, I, I play a Don Nelson, you know, people familiar with Don Nelson, it's unorthodox lineups, it's a lot of spacing, it's, I mean, his teams didn't go very far ever. Um, I mean, second round, but they had some fun memorable teams. It's that sort of thing. And it would be kind of cool, you know, to be the GM and be like, hey, I want to play that way. And if I'm going to go down with the ship, then it went down my way, you know? But yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I appreciate the insight on that for sure. Um, Speaking of that, I mean, we're going into the more miscellaneous question category, but it's really more strategies. Um. And Urso Abe, another question here, uh, said, they asked, do you have a certain strategy or strategies in the game that easily makes your team a dynasty? Which I think, by the way, nice try, y'all, trying to get the get, get rich quick question, but there it is. Um, they mostly hope, just hope that their players improve every year. Um, that part, I actually agree with. I'm just joking. It was a good question. But, like, I do. Like, a lot of it is, okay, 
and I've had this before, like my players 27. Um, in fact, I just did this yesterday. My players 27. We just won a championship. You're on a big contract. I'm under the gun because of the financial numbers. Another key member of this team is a free agent. They're younger, potentially going to get better. You're probably going to get worse. So I need to trade you right now or hope that you can stay the same or hope that my other younger guys improve. Like it, a lot of it is, and I guess that's real life too, and, and chance on like who's developing, who's not. But it definitely feels to hinge a little more on like will they develop or not or what goes into that. Yeah. And so in basketball GM, you really, you only have a limited control over that. It's not like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in 2K, you can like send people to training camp or whatever. Um, in basketball GM, it, it's kind of assumed like, okay, you're the GM of the team. You don't need to tell the guy to go practice his jump shot. Like he knows to go practice his jump shot. Like that's not how mm -hmm. it works in, re in the real world. So <laughs> um, whether a player improves or declines in the real world largely is just, is is kind of you know did you did you get lucky or not like it's it's really hard to predict um mm -hmm. and that was kind of that was that was sam hinkey's whole thing with like trust the process and mm -hmm. um you know his idea was i you know i can't just get one good prospect and know he's going to turn out i need to get like five of them and then maybe out of five two of them are going to turn into stars mm -hmm. um and it pretty much did work out um in in reality and that's that's a valid strategy for playing basketball gm um it's kind of like a trust the process simulator that like you can't guarantee <laughs> that your number one pick is going to succeed um if you want to guarantee success you need to have a bunch of talented young players like if your whole roster is is good young prospects you're almost guaranteed success because some of them are going to improve you're mm -hmm. not going to have all like 15 great young players all be busts. Regress. Yeah. But if you only have three good young players, they might all be busts. Um, so that that's that's kind of the way to you know guarantee success. But of course, you know, how do you how do you actually assemble that team is you know it's maybe easier said than done. Um yeah. to actually get all those draft picks and all those like young talented players. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's definitely true. I will say one strategy, don't get too attached because I do every time I play. Like I have a player or two that I'm like, nope, got to keep them. Like this is, this is who I'm riding with. And then if they regress or I could trade them for more value and now they're whatever the case may be, like it's hard, you know? And sometimes those players are exactly the ones that the other teams want to part with to get the draft picks that you want to build with. So yeah, that that's that's a fun question. That's a good answer there as well. Um, Quiet Penguin question. They start their leagues in 1987. You can tell that their intro to basketball was the last dance. That's what they shared. Um, it seems like the modern game is much more about three-pointers than back then. It also seems to be reflected in basketball GM as well. Is this true or just a random generator luck? Um, if it is true, how do you counter a strong team built mainly around three-point shooters? So how do you counter my team? But I could tell you, but um, I'll let you tell. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, you might know better than me. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, so in a real player's league, it is, it is like pre-programmed to have like the tendencies change over time to reflect how play style changes. And that's in terms of like how, you know, three-point shooting, free throw shooting, pace, um, you know, how those stats have changed since, you know, because this goes all the way back to, you know, the old days, like like, 19, mm -hmm. what, like 1947 is the first yeah, year or yeah. something like that. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah. And like, yeah, like the, the, like the game was, it was a completely different game. Like they played like super fast, super, super fast. And nobody could shoot. Like the shooting percentages were like garbage. Um, 
So yeah, like that's kind of baked in that you will see the like the statistics evolve similar to how they did in reality. You can disable that as well, and you can go into the settings and customize it. Um, and if you're starting a new league, if you go into the settings, there's like a game simulation setting. You could say like you could either customize all the different like values for like what should the pace be, what should three point shooting tendency be. You can also pick like a preset, like you could say like I want it to play like 2004, and then it'll you know set all the settings to to feel like 2004. Um, and to the question of how do you counter a team built around strong three-point shooters, um, I think it's kind of the same answer as in the real world, which is that you kind of can't. Uh, you got to fight fire with fire. Like you got to have your own fi- like three-point shooters because mm-hmm. three three is more than two. Like there's, and there's only so much you can do to defend the three-point shot. Um, yeah, if you're if you're in like the modern era, you you got to have shooters. Otherwise, uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a challenge. Yeah, no, absolutely. I find also like the it's true. I think also like what I found in my experience in that is like if you the defense and and you do have I like that you have addition of like defensive stats and you're able to seal. Okay, yeah, like Scotty Pippen for example, he has an in, an interior defender tag. He has a, a perimeter defender tag. You have a few of those guys, you know, and then. Let's just say it, and it happens. Regression, you know, one night we're knocking down threes. I think the team I just won the championship with recently, we were number one in threes the last two years, and then we had a series where they just weren't going down. And I was like, what is going on? And and we lost. It was a superior defensive team, and we didn't make our shots. So you said it. Like, you could have it where if you have to you have to match it. Or the other team could go 2018 game seven Houston Rockets and – them's the breaks you know so yeah definitely again you're talking to the, the creator of the game the strategy is top notch here but um that was another great question we have another one from luna carmel um which is uh, they want you to talk about what inspired you to allow for large jumps in the overall ability of players from year to year and what was the process of coming up with the probabilities behind this feature i definitely like this question because you do see players out the woodwork all the, you know they went from like a jimmy butler you know, or or even a Kawhi or some guys where they were like, you have steady progression and you have those guys who just pop. And now all of a sudden they're like, like, where'd that come from? Yeah. And I think that that's, that's one of the things, like I was talking before about like some things are not as realistic as I would like. And I think this is one of them that it's too common in basketball GM that you see either somebody with like a big improvement or a big decline in one year. Uh, it's just generally more variable in basketball GM than it, than it is in reality. Uh, and that's actually not really my intention. Like my intention would be for it to be more realistic. Um, it just kind of like accidentally happened this way. Um, and like the process for doing that is, well, this is probably why it happened this way is that the process for doing this is not a sophisticated thing. It's really just um, like tuning it by hand to try to make it work how I think it should work based on like my knowledge of basketball and so, you know, my knowledge of basketball may not be perfect, but then also, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to program it perfectly. Um, and that, that, that's something that I would like to, to revise. Um, and yeah, I don't know, like I've, 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 I've tried playing around with some things to make it more, to try to make it more realistic. And I have, I haven't quite found something that, that works quite right yet. Um, but it is an area I would like to to revise. Definitely get that. It's something in the in the woodwork, you know, and that 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 makes sense. I, I definitely um, am with you on that. And again, it's from what you described so far. It 
Is it a delicate process? Of course, it is just making a game, but also balancing a very human game, you know, and and unpredictability that it can occur with that. So definitely with you on there. Um, they asked another question as well. You kind of touched on it, but I'm just going to spell it out. Um, have you ever considered adding a graphical representation of the match engine? Uh, for example, a second uh, overtop simulation of a match using circles as players or something. Yeah, and it would, it would definitely be cool. Um, I'm probably, I'm definitely not going to do it soon, and I might mm -hmm. never do it. Uh, like the way the simulation works now, it would it it doesn't simulate in that level of detail. Like it's not simulating the location of every player on the court. It's simulating more like the outcomes, like who takes the shot, what kind of shot is it, who's the defender. But it's not tracking where every single player is, every single dribble, every single pass. Um, and if I did that, it would be both. It would be more difficult. Um, it would probably also be slower. Um, so I'm not sure if it would actually be better. Um, it would be really cool to be able to you know show a graphical representation. Um, and uh, there's actually another uh, basketball sim game out there called Draft Day Sports Pro Basketball. Um, and they actually do have this feature where you can, you can watch the match live and it'll have like a little, you know, top down, like you can see where the players are moving and where the ball's moving. Um, and I haven't actually played it enough to say how good it is, but um, yeah, if, if people want to check out another game, uh, go for it. There you go. Definitely understand that for sure. Um, that leads us to our final category. This is questions about Dumb Matter. Um, in fact, I'm, I'm going to let you uh, attack that first. When people go, who is Dumb Matter? Uh, La Promise Prince asked, why did you, why did you choose Dumb Matter as your name? That is what you go by on Reddit. Um, I think on all your other social media platforms. Well, not Twitter. But yeah, explain more about that. Yeah. So I don't know if it's actually a good name. It's probably kind of a Kind of looks not not a good name, but uh, that that that's what I have. So whatever yeah. I'm, go I'm going, I'm going with it. it. <laughs> um, so I picked it years ago because it came from a, it came from a sci-fi novel uh, called Accelerando by Charles Strauss, um, which is like one of those like like far future like AI like you know singularity type of you know like type 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 of thing, um, and in that novel. Dumb matter referred to all matter that was not like maximally used for like computational purposes. Like it hadn't been like fully leveraged by the AI to to compute things. And so, you know, right now that would describe everything, including, you know, our current computers and uh, also us humans that, you know, we could uh, we are we are we are not maximally uh, good at at, at computing. Uh, right now, so I thought it was uh, I thought it's like kind of cool that like uh, yeah, all of us are kind of you know very very we're very primitive creatures uh, compared to what might come in the future. That is true, sobering thought. But also, I see I see where you put the the fun there for sure. Um, uh, um Nomi fifty four uh, asks, you've created games involving the four big American sports, but which of these sports do you follow? Um, and what about games outside of those four? Do you follow, for example, college sports? Yeah, so yeah, ba basketball is my number one, um, which you, you might imagine because that's you know that's why I made basketball GM. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I'm like kind of both like a Sixers and a Bulls fan, um, and uh, yeah, for co for college, I'm I'm like a Rutgers fan because well, I went to Rutgers. Um, by the way, if, if people if people aren't aware, 
like like Rutgers is going to be in like two or three years like Rutgers is going to be like crazy good like we got like one of the top prospects um we got like the number the number two prospects and like we might and we might get the number one prospect as well which Ooh, is kind of okay. absurd because like <laughs> like that doesn't usually happen at Rutgers anyway keep, that's pretty neat keep, you know keep, keep an eye out for that in a couple of years okay. um and uh yeah like I also like uh you know I, I other sports, I'm probably more of like a casual fan at this at this point, like football, baseball, soccer, uh, hockey as well. Um, like I'll watch them like sometimes, but like like I don't know every player, I don't know every stat, I don't watch every game. Like you know, I don't pay attention in the off season. Like I pretty much just am like you know a real fan of basketball. And the other ones, I'm like a casual. Like I, ch- I check it out every now and again. I like it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. When I was a kid, I was like super into baseball. Um, so I used to be like a baseball super fan, but yeah, now, now I'm just casual and yeah, don't, don't really have, I don't really have like a, like favorite teams in those sports even. I'll just be like, I, I just want to see, like, I just want to see a good game. Mm-hmm. And just want to enjoy it. That makes sense. I, I think when you do as much, I mean, let's be real, like you are actively working on a basketball video game first and foremost. Right. So you can kind of lump you in with someone who's into basketball as much as like we are. It's a lot of energy invested in that. I mean, you'd maybe do it for a different reason than myself, in terms of like ratings and such, but yeah, it's a lot. It's true. And yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I can use that as an excuse too. sometimes. Like if I'm just like mm-hmm. watching, I'm watching like a baseball game in like the middle of the day sometime. Yeah. And, I'm, and then like my wife will walk by like, like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, this is research. Like this is, this is for my job. Like I have to watch. Yeah, I need to know. You're right. Like, look at my mentions on exactly. No, that's funny. <laughs> like, it's true, but it's also like, you know, like it, it's it's funny. Yeah, but it, it it's true, and it's also like, hey, if I'm putting that much focus on one thing inherently, unless I have endless amounts of energy and attention to give, or really dedicated to this other sport as well, it's hard to do it. I, I mean, I follow football and baseball definitely casually, but like, I'm so into basketball so much. Even that sometimes is a lot, you know. So, yeah, I couldn't imagine, but. Very good question as well. A few people were very curious about your sports and, and interest in sports outside of basketball GM because, you know, you love basketball. You know, it's kind of there. Um, the next one, um, let's um, let's go Strauss 2017. Your thoughts on the coolest logos. I, we, I assume that they're referring to your logos in the game, of course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of good ones now, and we actually just got I, ju- I just got some new ones uh, like last week or two weeks ago or something. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think my my favorite one is uh, is one of the old ones, one of the original ones, which is the New York Bankers. Mm. Um, just I, I just like it's like it's basically like the logo is a banker, like somebody you know he's like going bald, he's like kind of mm. fat, um, and he has this kind of like evil facial expression like it's like dolan evil i'm just kidding i'm just kidding yeah so yeah some, something <laughs> like that yeah. um and then if you look very closely his eyes are red oh did not so it's that. just like something like demonic about him i don't know yeah um, i mean i just i yeah. think it fits very well you know he's a, he's a very scary you know mascot they could have like i think that would be a cool like real sports team in new york um if, <laughs> if they ever wanted to, to do that um yeah and yes, I, I, I kind of like that one, but yeah, there's there's a bunch of cool ones. No, they, they really are a bunch of cool ones for sure. Um, I yeah, I, I mean, I was in Arizona for a while, so the Phoenix Vultures was pretty cool. Charlotte Queens for me, in fact, I, I'm 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 I always mad that I have to like it's not inherently part of the game because I think he made it for the Charlotte Hornets, 
before we were able to, like using real logo. So it's not actually part of the random players league teams. Uh-huh. So like you have to like customize and it is. It it's there. just well, yeah. So if you start a new random players league, the yeah. default set of teams are like teams that I picked. So yeah. like, it's not like the you know the same teams that like the NBA uses or something. Mm-hmm. But you can like you can customize it. You can pick the teams you want. Oh yeah, yeah. Think, and, yeah by yeah. default, some of the smaller markets are out, and some of the, like the and you know, you know, like we got we have a team in Seattle. You know, like yeah. obviously, I mean, there's a team in Mexico City. You know, that, that is like, cool. Yeah, Tampa. You know, no, yeah, but also like the San Antonio Churros is always a fun one. I've seen on a shirt once. I think it was on Reddit or something. Yeah, that I think so. I, somebody. I think somebody uh, made it. Made his own uh, San Antonio Churros shirt and wore it to a Spurs game. That is cool. That is cool. That's very meta. Very cool. Yeah, I, I, that is neat. I, I like that. Um, and then also uh, the Minnesota Blizzard, Minneapolis Blizzard, like. Something about that picture, I just like it. it. Almost reminds me of a Sonic game, actually. But um, yeah. So those are those are some good ones. I definitely like yours as well. Um, I mean, as, as someone who makes them, are you someone who like? This is my additional add-on to that question. But you look at these logos and you're like, well, like obviously they all look good. But you're like, ooh, like that's nice. Do you get a moment where you're like, that's pretty dope? Yeah, I get it. Like pretty much all the. So like, I don't make the logos because mm-hmm. I like I can't I can't like I don't I don't have that kind of skill. Mm-hmm. Um. But the I've been using the same artist to make pretty much all of them since mm. you know the beginning. Oh wow! And when he started doing it, like I found him on Reddit. He was just posting like shit he made on Reddit, mm-hmm. um, like you know random like sports logo like logos that he made. Mm. Um, and I think he was like in college at the time, and so like you know I got him to do them for Basketball GM because I was like, hey, I can probably like get it for cheap because like. You know, and back back then, like basketball GM wasn't making like hardly any money, um, so I figured like, hey, it's gonna be a win win. Like, um, but now he's like, you know, that was probably like eight years ago or something when that first mm-hmm. happened. So now he's like, you know, professional like designer and like like he's a lot better now than he used to be. So yeah. now whenever I like get him to make a logo and he sends it in, it's like each time it's like he's better than he was before. So each batch of logos, it's like, mm-hmm. holy shit! Like some of these are like actually like pretty pretty nice really dope yeah i can only imagine that that is yeah that's wild um and also really kind of cool again having that not only like a relationship in terms of business for that long but seeing like wow like these are they were good to begin with and now like what are we doing so really neat um a few people asked this question i, I think we have some uh wannabe uh, entrepreneurs here in in, in the chat um but they want to ask uh quiet penguin gaming uh ask how do you well actually real quick, i'm gonna ask that question first because we kind of yeah um, how do you make money? To, how did you make the money to make this your job? The only ads they've seen are some tiny bot banner ads at the bottom of the Android app. Sometimes there's the first game they played where they would gladly buy some merch, which we kind of already mentioned, like as a thing that'd be kind of cool to from their favorite team, which is the Chicago Whirlwinds, to support you. So I think they're interested in how you make it and also how they can support. Yeah, sure. There's uh, so yeah, the the it comes from the ads. Like the money comes from the ads mostly. Um, yeah, and on mobile, it's like just like a small ad at the bottom. On desktop, there's like bigger ads, um, and so yeah, like the, I probably make more from the desktop version than the mobile version. Um, I think I felt I, yeah, I felt bad about putting more ads in the mobile version because I already feel like like the screen real estate is at such a premium with this type of game, mm-hmm. and to play it on mobile is already like kind of a challenge. And like mm. any part of the screen you take up with ads, like. You really like diminishing the, the the ability to play the game, 
So mm -hmm. like right now it just has like the one little ad at the bottom. Mm -hmm. um, and you can also subscribe to a ad free version of the game. It costs $5 a month. Um, and then you just get no ads and there's like, there's no other like bonuses or power ups or stuff because that's just like a, you know, philosophical thing. Like, I don't, I don't like when, you know, the games, you can just, you know, have all mm. the mic microtransactions built in and the virtual currency and the loot boxes. And yeah. I, I think it really, it really messes up video games when they start adding stuff like that. So mm -hmm. in mine, it's just, you pay $5 a month. You just get no ads that that's it. It doesn't, just... it doesn't change the game at all. Yeah, it's so cool. That like the philosophy is so cool. You get the no matter who you are, you get the same core game. Um, and then if you just don't want the ads, you don't pay for the ads, and you're not held back in any other way game wise. I love yeah. it. So continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, and um, and it would it would be cool to like I'm sure like a few people out there would buy some merch. I don't know if that I don't think that many people would. Um, mm, interesting. <laughs> but uh, so like I would like to do it, but. I'm just kind of like lazy. Like I don't like I have 75 different team logos right now. Like and I haven't seen something like maybe if if somebody knows of a service like this, like let me know. But like I would want something like if I could like bulk upload it like sell a t-shirt with all these 75 different logos on it. Oh, like T Public like, or something T Spring. Yeah, but like that I could do it like all at once. Like when I've looked into it before, it's always like you have to design the individual t-shirt or something. Mm. And I don't want to do that 75 times. Because yeah. like one like one person is gonna buy each maybe at most. Mm -hmm. um, I get so what you mean. All what I've told people before is like, if you go to zengm.com/logos, you can download any of the logos and you can make your own merch if you want. That's what like the guy with the churros shirt at the Spurs game did. Mm -hmm. And like you're allowed to do it. Like I give you my I give you permission. You can yes. make whatever merch you want. And like if you. To, you know, take a picture, post on Reddit. That'd be cool. But like, you know, do whatever you want, um, because yeah, I don't like. I don't. I don't think I would sell much, sell much of it. I don't think it would make much money anyway. Um, but, that'd be yeah. yeah that'd would, be interesting. Yeah. Is so, is yeah, that Cor Corbin? Feel feel free. I'm about to say you tell like you were talking the right crazy one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I have to ask one question. Is like the uh, the basketball GM like the logo you have with the guy? Um, is that on there as well? Because like I would uh, totally get it's something. It's not there, but you could just go to the website and download the logo from there. Just download the logo from that side. Yeah, you know what? That that might be a thing. Listen, listen. You know, you know how I am about this. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. Well, good question. I was definitely curious about that. Uh, shout out to Quiet Penguin Gaming, and also again, um, I think it's GM Gold. Yeah. Um, if you are interested financially in that, no ads, same game, and you're also supporting. So all in one. Um. Mm -hmm. Luna Carmel asked the, the same question. I, you kind of already answered it, so we're actually just going to skip the one. But um, if you enjoy playing the game, or is it different because you know so much about what's happening under the hood? Um, actually, it is different, you said, because you do know so much under the hood. Um, but I would say, I would, you never, I guess you do enjoy playing it, I imagine, when you do. Yeah, it's just, it honestly has been a long time since I like actually get into it. But like, yeah, like, I mean, I know what it's like to get hooked on this kind of game because. You know, it happened. I mean, even before I made basketball GM, I play. I tried. I, like, I like playing this kind of game. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, like, I get it. But like, yeah, it's it's all it, it's all. This is what I tell people now: is that it's just it's more fun. It's more fun to make a video game than to play a video game. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, it's that, not it's not like work to to make the video game. Like, it's fun. So like, if I want to do something fun, I can go work on the video game. Like, yeah, that is cool. That is. I gotta say, I actually I gotta 
gotta blame you for something here. Um, yeah. so a couple months ago, so I I'm I, I think it's fair to say I'm obsessed with the game. I just love playing basketball, and that's my thing. And this is just such an easy game to get into and everything. And a while ago, you had shared a book, um, about a person who was addicted to this game, and it was really well written, but also hauntingly so. They like got reality mixed up with real life, and it, he was doing increasingly just. Horror. It was it was crazy. It was a it was a, a mind trip of a book. Um, I, I'm a librarian, so of course I read it, and I was like, oh, "Did you have it in the library?" No, but I was able to get it from another library. So we oh, have wow. a, we have a inter, we have a massive interlibrary loan system. So I got it from like Wyoming. Oh. Um, they had it in their library. Wow. I picked it up, read it in like two days, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, no, do I see myself as as, as that main character? Not exactly, but like the type of yeah, I wake up, I'll be like, "Oh, wonder how I can fix this guy." I'm like, "Geez, it was." It, I had a month where I like. I didn't stop playing the game, but I was like almost like a uh, similar season turn off. Like very, like very. I don't even want to say existential crisis, like, but like, am I too deep in on this? Like, am yeah. I just this whole fantasy? It was a moment, so I had to. I I finally snapped out by saying, you know what? I like the game. I'm I'm functioning. I'm a member of society. Like I'm okay. Like I'm okay, and I still say every once in a while. But I have to blame you for that one great book recommendation. But also like, man, like that was that was that was a mess, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, that yeah that that sounds awesome though. I mean, that's what that's what a good book's supposed to do to you. It totally did. <laughs> but yeah, that was uh, that book is the the Universal Baseball Association. Yes, by Robert Coover, and yeah, it's a it's a hell of a book, and it's it's it yeah, really it's basically is. it's a guy playing a, a baseball like simulation game, and then like some like crazy rare event happens in the game, and it just kind of like sets him off, and like his like everything like spirals out of control. It's wild. And it also like perfectly did, like it described in a way. And again, it was crazy because the writer put so much detail of baseball in there for someone. It wasn't, really, it's not a baseball book. It's, it's, yeah. like, it's like, a, it's like a, I don't even know what kind of book I describe it as. It's a good book. That's what I'll say. But like in doing it, it leads, and especially as he goes deeper into his, for lack of a better word, madness, like the fantasy that you have to utilize as a person to like construct these storylines and immerse yourself in the game can also be the very thing that takes you away from the story of your actual life. Like it was wild. And so like, for me, like I'm big, I'm not like writing them down in a book or anything, but like, I have like, I keep three leads at a time because there's only so much I get invested in that I want to, I'm like really focused. I have my players and everything. And when I read that, I was like, oh shit, excuse my French, but like, oh dang, like, hold up now. Like, let's, let's calm down here. Like, you know? So that was, that was, um, and whenever you bring out like the simulation and just like, it, it, I go back to that. So thank you. And also, I'm mad, but I'm not at that recommendation because that made a come to come to um, come to earth moment for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I I, I love that book. It's a great book. Uh, yeah, I, like it's happened a few times that some somebody will tell me that they actually read it based on my recommendation, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, I don't know. That's it's just really cool. It really is. It was really cool, really wild, and yeah, it definitely the way I looked at games, but especially those types of games that you are creating the world yourself more um, in a different light. Um, uh, Unstuck in Time asked a similar question. I forgotten about that. Just looping back in. Um, not uh-huh. my how would you play yourself. You've already answered that. How do you like to play? That's probably the question that we can zero in on. When you do, whenever, di- or when you did rather, did you like real? Do you like random? Do you like long leagues? Do you like short challenges? Um, do you prefer basketball GM? Are you a football GM guy? I think we know the answer to that last one. But like, how do you enjoy playing or simulating it? Yeah, de- de- definitely prefer playing basketball to the other ones. Um, I think mostly cause like there's fewer players per team. Um, 
So it's like kind of like a more streamlined playing, like I, that just goes to like my preference. I know some people feel the opposite. Um, and I actually like random players better than real players, basically because what I said before, then you don't have any like expectation that like it needs to be a certain way. Like it, if you can like take the time to get into it, it almost makes it feel more immersive because there's no like, you know, you don't have to suspend your disbelief um, ever. And uh, yeah, I and I probably, I don't really play like optimally. Like I'm not trying to like super like maximize, like I need to like have the literal best team possible or literally the most profit possible or win the most championships possible. I'm kind of just more like, I want to get a core together. I want to see what I can do and, you know, be a little, a little, a little sentimental if, you know, there's, there, there's a guy like, um, you know, give him a good career, which is, you know, totally fine. Cause there's no, there's no actual way to win the game. So you can, you can choose to play however you want. That's always fun to me. Yeah. However you decide to do that, it's up to you. I'm, I'm always trying to see, okay, how can I build a team that is more my style and just be like, but convention and win. And so, yeah, I, I love that. This open-ended, you know, universe of, and I like the way that you play it too, as the creator of the game and being, you know, the, 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 the caretaker of in a sense of like, okay, if I am going to play it, I do want to shepherd this player's career or make sure I'm doing right by this guy or do a Tim Duncan, San Antonio Spurs story or, you know, a less successful version, apparently Damian Lillard, Portland Trailblazers version, you know, like you can kind of go whichever way you want. Um, I am maybe because I am dead set on the way I play, but I love this mode, but it does not love me. Um, as my mom would say, um, is the um challenge mode where you know, um, and if y'all don't know to the uninitiated, um, there is make an account. I mean, it's pretty great, but if you um, if you see your account, um, there are not not make an account, sorry, if you go to achievements rather, um, you're able to. I'm trying to remember what it is, right? No, it's me and then. Yeah, right. Achievements. Then you're able yeah. to kind of see all the achievements. If you go to the bottom, and I, this is what I was asking as a separate mode entirely, like a, a separate tab to check on anyway, it's a rebuilds area. Um, if you haven't found it, here you go. Here you go. But when you do, you literally have, and I think it's really cool, all these teams in various modes of rebuilding situations. Um, yeah. from real, teams. real teams from yeah, history. Real, real teams, exactly. My fault. From the 1980 San Diego Clippers to the 2023 San Antonio Spurs, which really, really dope. And you um, get an achievement if you win a championship in your first three seasons, and you uh, get a second level two achievement if you earn a dynasty achievement within your first 12 seasons. That's winning a certain amount of championships in a period of time. Um, now, I've only done this. I've played this so many times. Like I'll click on team, start it, get frustrated, and then just quit, and then move on. Um, I've won three times. Now, twice was with the 2003 Miami Heat because you got lucky and I got LeBron. You know? Boom. Um, and then once with the 2009 Minnesota Timberwolves, and you know what's funny? That was probably my greatest feat. I couldn't tell you how I did it. Don't remember. <laughs> but like, it's fun. Hey, I mean, sometimes you just get lucky, and so, you yeah. know, sometimes you didn't even do that 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 good of a job, and you just happen to get lucky. You, you just get lucky, exactly. And what I love about it from a basketball historical junkie like myself, it's like, okay, if I go with the '99 Bulls, that is the year after. Basically, everyone left. Jordan, you know, Pippen got traded. Some of your free agents left. Jackson's gone. Are you going to do, you know, what Jerry Krause tried and failed to do and rebuild through the draft? Are you trying to, you know, move your additional assets that he still had? They still had Ron Harper for another year. They still had Tony Kukoc for another year. Are you letting go of those guys and getting back some younger guys in return or some veterans to, to restart a, a rebuild? You know, that sort of thing. Also, there's no coaching. You don't worry about any Tim Floyd as your coach. But that's a thing. Or if you are like um like the 1988 phoenix suns they had just gone through a really crazy drug scandal 
um, in the 87-88 season, um, where some of their players were implicated in just like it was a drug situation. Jerry Colangelo was involved, it was really bad. And that was before they made the big trade that shook up their team um, by trading out, you know, by, by trading um, in for Kevin Johnson and trading out Larry Nance Jr. and letting go of um, Walter Davis, like some of those guys as well. So I definitely like those historical perspectives. And I'm pushing, I'm pushing Jeremy for that to be like a separate mode just to find it easier. But not for me because I found it enough and I, 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 I'm just not good. But I think it's because of how I play. And again, it's part of the fun of doing. Yeah. Well, what I could also say in my defense is that it's hard. It, there's too many. There's there may be too many features mm-hmm. at some point. Oh. And then uh, <laughs> like you can't put every single feature on the main page because then the main page it's becomes the settings page, and that's what the settings page is now. Ah. And so yeah, like it doesn't. I guess it's kind of bad when somebody can't find a feature and, mm-hmm. and like they want it and they don't know it's in the game and they like email me and I'm like, actually, it's, it's already in the game. You just have to go <laughs> here. Cause like kind of, that means that like the interface isn't good enough. Like people can't mm-hmm. figure it out, but it also kind of means like, I got a lot of stuff in the game and is, yeah. to some extent it's unavoidable. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. That's great. I mean, I love it. I mean, from someone again, who's played obsessively over the last four years, um, just seeing the amount of stuff that's there now compared to how that was there, just testament to the work you put in and how much continues, how much content continues to be added to the game. You know, whether you want real play integration and now you have direct links to basketball reference, right? Which makes it not just a game to play, but I've had times at a bar watching game with a friend and we're talking about this guy's numbers. And I'm like, oh, I got it right here. And I'm not going to basketball reference. I'm literally clicking on the game, opening up the season, clicking on a player because it's going to connect. Like it, just different things that have nothing to do with the actual game but also kind of do, it's really interesting. Um, but no, I get you. I get you there for sure. And it's a lot. Like, it's a lot of modes. Um, there was a great review done on gmgames.org, um, if I remember, um, yeah. or gmgames.com, rather. Um, I think it's that, .org. Maybe I was – oh, okay, maybe, maybe I got that mixed up. I always I, do. Yeah, probably is .org. I'm looking at it right now just to make sure. Yep, yep, you got it, gmgames.org. So, and um, there was a really good in-depth, like, really deep review Um bless the guy who wrote that um going into everything that they like didn't like all things about the game and, and even breaking down all the customizations and communication with you and everything and it's like they said it, there's so many ways to play and i'm like amen to that like there are so yeah that that's that's just a time yeah um, also sh- just general shout out gm gmgames.org like it's a good website yeah. they had like yeah. if, if you like these, these kind of games like it's basically mm-hmm. a database and reviews and like a you know a forum and a discord for you know all these kinds of games for every sport um including you know like one old ones from the 90s and like um yeah i don't know it goes pretty deep but yeah it's cool website and that's pretty neat that that's even a thing so definitely definitely uh shout out to them because i'm one of those people i watch their youtube channels for sure i won't play like i really just i'm only into basketball and and sadly Uh, outside of like draft day sports which i've shout out to them it's a different game than what i'm looking for in terms of how i play but like they're like 2K, but that's really kind of it. Not They're not like 2K in a bad way. Let me not say that. They're like 2K, and like in my mind, there's three different basketball games. There's Basketball GM, Draft Day Sports, NBA 2K. Boom. Let me, yeah, 2K, listen, I have a very complicated relationship with that game. But since I'm just into basketball, like I'm not really going to play out-of-the-park baseball, or I'm mm-hmm. not going to play Draft Day Sports College. Like that doesn't interest me. But it does interest me to watch it and kind of see, you know, how people build a team, like the basics of that. So no, shout out to them for sure. Uh, great team, great content. Um, and yeah, the discourse is pretty good too. I'm just more in a basketball vein and there's shockingly little of that out there for me, it feels like. <laughs> uh, speaking of games and video games, our last question by the Promise King. 
what are your favorite sports games or video games in general? Yeah, uh, sure. Um, sports games. I don't really play sports games anymore. I used to play like, I mean, I used to play like every sports game. Like, um, like when I was a kid, I had on like, I had like on Sega Genesis, I had Madden 94 and NBA Live 95. And like, I was like super into those. I had some like ESPN baseball game too. Um, but uh, these days I kind of don't really play any sports games. Like the last one I was into was like 2K, but even that was like 10 years ago or something. So it's probably like pretty different now. Um, yeah, and in terms of other video games, like video games in general, um, I really like Breath of the Wild, the Zelda game. Um, I haven't played the, the new one yet. Mm -hmm. I, really, I really need to get that and uh, I heard it's really good. and get into that. Um, I really liked uh, Resident Evil Four. Um, I had play, I played that back when it was on the Wii, and like it's just I don't know, it was just cool. Like you're pointing the thing and shooting, and I, I'm usually not into like horror games and shooting games, but like it's really well done. Um, and then of course, all time greatest video game of all time, Civilization Four. <laughs> Okay, I'm not, not surprised you like yeah. Specifically Civilization 4. So the other the other ones in the series are good. Other games in the genre are good, but uh it's like Civilization 4. That that that's where it's at. That's I've probably played that game more than any other game. Um and it's just it just has a lot of depth. Um it's really well balanced. Um great great game. Great game. I like it. I like it. Well, I gotta say, um before Thank you again, Jeremy, for taking the time. Every time that we do this, because like every two years or so at this point, I feel like we did, yeah, just about somewhere in there. Yeah. Year and a half. It's always a fun time. Um, obviously, I'm able to, anyone, and that's what I love about you as well. Just real quick shout out to you. Um, not only for the game, which is great, and like you just taking the time, obviously, on the podcast, but like in general, you're really good in the community in terms of like answering questions and just being active. And everyone says that, so it's not just me saying that, but like, um, really appreciate it. It's really cool. Well, to have so really, like, rela related to that, if, if for people who have listened all the way through the podcast, yes. if you have questions that I didn't answer on the podcast, if you post it on uh, Reddit or Twitter or Discord, um, I will or email me, I will, I will probably answer, um, especially if mm -hmm. you if you tag me on it, if you really, really want me to answer. Um, yeah, you don't you don't have to wait until the next podcast. No, no, you don't. In fact, I'm gonna put that in the description for this pod and when I share it on Twitter, all the things, um, because that's true. Like you reach out with a question, comment. I mean, I've had, and it's really cool and also really neat to have a time where you could be like, hey, can X, Y, and Z happen? Or is this a feature? Or like, I remember I was on about to go on a trip and I was playing exhibition mode and had like a bunch of things I wanted to like line up for research for a podcast I was doing. And it wasn't counting my assists. Like the exhibition games weren't doing assists. And I was like, that's weird. And then I came to you and like literally the next patch, it was, it was fixed. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like it, it's something to be said to have, like that's a cool feeling for anyone, but also to know that someone's actually listening, that the game is a game for everyone and that it's something that like, hey, if it's something I can do and I'm in the mood to do it and I'm able to help you with it, then like we can make that happen. So just want to say shout out to you, um, obviously for just giving all of us crazy basketball people um, things to get into. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I really appreciate you. Yeah. I know I was a whole bunch of like, yeah, you know, there you are. I don't, I don't know how to say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. But yeah, what yeah, yeah. That? I just, yeah, just thanks. I don't know. Yeah, it's, 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 it's cool here. But yeah, yeah, it's funny. I, I always love your reaction. People are like showing their whole like, and there's some crazy stories. This game helped me through X, Y, Z, and then you're like, well, that's really cool. Like, thank you. And I'm like, 
I don't know if he, <laughs> like in terms of how do you feel when you take all that in? It's probably a lot. I can only imagine. I'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm saving one life at a time. But like, <laughs> but no, it's fun. Um, <laughs> but real quick, Jeremy, again, thank you for your time. I know the show went long, classic round ball ramble fashion. Um, share one more time for the good folks. I'll put in the description where they can find you, um, what you're doing. Stay up to date with all of your things. Uh, yeah, I mean, Basketball GM is at basketballgm.com. Uh, you can you can actually use a dash or no dash. I, I own both of them. Um, and you can also go to zengm.com, Z-E-N-G-M.com. And that's where you'll find links to all my other games. And at the bottom of the page there, there's links to all the social media accounts. Um, mainly like Reddit and Discord are where, where, where you'll find the most people. Um, so yeah, ch- check it out if you're interested. Definitely make sure to do that. Um, like I said, I, I, I can't go anymore. We've literally done an hour and a half of how good the game is, how cool Jeremy is, all of that. Um, listen, you know, you can check me out as well. Um, find me on Twitter at CorbinNBA if you're so inclined. Um, C-O-R-B-A-N-N-B-A. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, same handle there, although really it's Twitter or X, rather. Um, that's where it's at, at least in the meantime, between time, until it goes down. If it does, that's where I'll be. Um, as far as stuff coming up here, listen, we are still in the dog days of the NBA offseason. So definitely excited to do my 30 day, 30 year draft retrospective project. Um, that should be coming out soon. Still doing research on that, but which the game has been helpful. Um, starting in 1993 and going up to 2023, I will be evaluating every draft. What was cool? What wasn't reaches all the things with the guests. And then we'll do a fun little project where we'll do a 10 player or seven player rather uh, draft of that class. We'll pick players and build a team, put that on Twitter, have people vote for it. Just a fun little exercise and a way to test the, the the depth of each class. So like 1993, actually not that bad, right? But got a little shallow. You know, you had what, Nick Van Exel, Jamal Mashburn, and Penny Hardaway, Isaiah Ryder. You had some decent fellows. And then if you play like 2013, uh, good luck. You know, so definitely going to be some fun there. Um, That'll come out soon. Also, I have another podcast dropping that I've done recently um, with my friends, uh, Josh and Garrett. Um, And that was talking about uh, NBA, I think it was NBA philosophy that we talked about yeah it was really interesting no we were doing um we were ranking um i forgot wow so many pots it was something in the off season it's a really fun listen make sure to check it out i'm doing a great job promoting my work but we'll find that on um apple wherever you find your podcast round ball ramble um but listen y'all this has been great it's been a blast uh jeremy again thank you so much sir, for your time uh really appreciate you um and for jeremy for myself we are frosty y'all stay frosty Have a good one, y'all.